Welcome to another edition of Religion and Rock. I'm Monsignor Jim Vaughn, and here is our producer and engineer, Mr. Stephen Sheldon. Hello there, sir. Hope you had a very nice Thanksgiving along with everybody else out there. Yeah, we did good. Everything was good. Everything was fine. Different. Now, uh, now we're into lighting. You know, all the lights. Are, we're in Advent. I know. But all the lights are up and all that stuff already. I feel like I'm late, but Advent tells us to wait. It's, it's, a, it's a hard change to go from that Thanksgiving to getting the Christmas stuff out. You know, there's between Halloween and Thanksgiving, you have that month but it seems like once you know the turkey's over and back in the fridge it's like all right start christmas start christmas well, let, let me go. give you a little liturgical lesson here it's free no no choice <laughs> okay so the third sunday of advent is when you're supposed to start putting up stuff okay <laughs> so everything else because we don't get into celebrating what they call the o antiphons i don't need yeah, that's right. like very in the prayers of the church you say these like certain prayers these certain psalms that have oh king of the universe oh savior of the world when mm -hmm. that starts that's when the, this christmas celebration kind of gets roaring up mm -hmm. third Sunday of Advent. So we're early, but you know what? Like the world is early. It doesn't, I know. Everybody we got to do what we got to do. It. Get it in, get it going. <laughs> I don't whatever it is because it it's a great time of year, and I think people look forward to the joy and the happiness that 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 it brings to them. And it also calls us to reflect on, like you know, growing through the the I want, I want to like you know <laughs> what's really matters. And we're talking about that today on the show. We're talking about what the best presents are. You know, and the best presents aren't always the most expensive ones. They have a lot of different ways to kind of be the best presents, and that's what we're exploring on religion and rock. What really are the best presents that we receive in our lives? I can think about many times in my life where I received things that did not have to do with a lot of mm -hmm. money, but they had to do with somebody visiting or somebody sending me a beautiful letter or something like that. Yeah. And those are the things that kind of stick in my head. I couldn't tell you all the time, you know, like what my parents gave me and stuff. I remember when my dad went to the nursing home, I went around like, you know, kind of getting the house in order. I still mm -hmm. have this place and everything, but I looked in a closet that I hadn't looked in, I don't think ever. And I looked in and there was all the Christmas presents I had bought them for so many years. Oh, wow. Like that they never used them. Like they just, right. you know. They just warehoused them. <laughs> Just kept them. They just kept them. And I thought I was getting them these good gifts. Like I was thinking really hard. Like I got them like a, you know, like a cooler that plugs in for their car. So when they drove down to Florida, mm -hmm. it would keep things cool or keep things warm. Never used it. You no. know, like so like all of the things I thought were the best presents are not the best presents. So I got I learned a lesson from all that. Yeah, you learned that, you know, after a while as you grow older, you know, the materialism that, you know, infatuates us in our youth, you know, isn't it what's really important. It's being there for each other and, and having your family and friends around. Um, I don't need anything anymore. You know, no. there's you know, people say, What do you want for Christmas? And I say, I, re I really don't have any needs anymore or wants for things. No, I think it's more like an emotional thing. I think mm -hmm. it's a lot deeper than all of that. And I always, you know, I even in this show, I'm going to talk about like not P R E S E N T S, right, but right. P R E S E N C E, like mm -hmm. the, the best presence, like the way we can be there for one another. Because I think that makes a big difference, you know, like being there for one another makes a big, big difference. I celebrate that mass every year, like for parents who've lost children. You know, mm -hmm. that's a beautiful present, if you will, because that kind of a lot of strength is garnered from that. You know, there's right. lots of ways in which we can support other people. Mm -hmm. No, and that's what it's all about is, you know, because a lot of people have a hard time at this time of year because of loss and, and other things going on. So if you can just be there and give of yourself instead of having to worry about finding the best gift. I'm totally with you on that. So it's all about the best presence on religion and rock today. Looking at those gifts that we give one another that last forever. This is traffic to start us off. Empty pages. <laughs>
traffic empty pages you know sometimes in our lives particularly this time of year we're sending a lot of cards out you know i send out a lot of thank you cards and stuff like that you know think about those cards like are they a job or are they really an act of love and they probably fall somewhere in between don't they you know they're a bit of an act of uh, love of course but they're also a bit of a job i know people who get everything printed you know they just send out a printed card there's not a lot of emotion in that there's not a lot of you know wow this is such a beautiful thing i think it's about the effort that we put in 
so that we're not sending out empty pages. We're sending out notes that really matter. And sometimes that's a beautiful card. That's a beautiful note that becomes better than even a gift because it's an expression of love and, and what a person means to you or what a, their actions mean to you. I do that sometimes even with like dentists and doctors, you know, to be able to say, hey, thank you so much for your care and your concern because you went a little bit beyond this here and you were kind to me and you were, you know, attentive. Those things matter. And I think it helps create a world where that dwells even more vibrantly, but also it helps us to express ourselves, take the people God's given us a gift and pass it along. Hey, here's Eric Clapton. I will be there.
there's Eric Clapton, I will be there. Now, what's interesting about that, too, is it's another kind of present. You know, it's not an E-N-T present, P-R-E-S-E-N-T. It's P-R-E-S-E-N-C-E, the presence. You know, and sometimes presence is the best gift we can give somebody. I uh, go visit my dad every day, pretty much, at the nursing home where he is. And my presence has become the best way I can love him. You know, it's just by being there. It's not about making sure his bills are paid or making sure whatever is taken care of. No, it's just about my presence. It's about sitting there and watching a little TV with him or taking him in a wheelchair and taking him for a little ride, you know, outside. Those things are such important things. It's just sometimes about presence. I think as we get older in life, we realize like the things don't matter as much as that. And that's sometimes the best way to show our love. And that's the best way to be with people is not through some exorbitant gift, but maybe it's just about being there. And it's about watching TV with them and watching a football game. Those things kind of make a difference. And that's the stuff of love that this season naturally calls us to. Here's the Bare Naked Ladies. It's called Pinch Me. time of year Somewhere far away from here I feel fine enough I guess Considering everything's a mess There's a restaurant down the street Where hungry people like to eat I could walk, but I'll just drive It's colder than it looks outside It's like a dream you try to remember, but it's gone Then you try to scream, but it only comes out as young When you try to see the one beyond your front door Take your time, so way I'm gonna make you smile When you realize that a guy by side might take a while Just to try to figure out what all this is for It's the perfect time of day To throw all your cares away Put the sprinkler on the lawn And run through with my gym shorts on Take a drink right from the hose And change into some drier clothes Climb the stairs up to my room Sleep away the afternoon It's like a dream you try to remember but it's gone Then you're trying to scream but it only comes out as young When you're trying to see the world beyond your front door Take your time so well, I'm gonna make you smile When you realize that I got my side might take a while Just to try to figure out what all this is for Pinch me me, cause I'm still asleep. Please, God, tell me that I'm still asleep. On an evening such as this, Yo. it's hard to tell if I exist. Yo, I exist. If I pack the car and leave this town. Notice that I'm not around 
I could hide out under there I just made you say underwear I could leave but I'll just stay All my stuff's here anyway Like you keep me trying to remember but it's gone Then you try to scream but it only comes out as a yawn When you try to see someone beyond your front door Take your time to wait how long you make you smile When you realize I've got my side might take a while Just to try to figure out what all this is for Try to figure out what all this is for Try to see who will be on your front door Try to figure out what all this is for pinch me. You know, interesting, if you ever really spend some time reflecting, it can get to be a bit overwhelming how blessed we are. I've had those moments in my life where like a pinch myself, is this a dream? Like you say, wow, in my life, sure there's been struggles, sure there have been tough days and years and months, but the reality is ultimately there have been tremendous blessings. Are we grateful for those tremendous blessings in our lives? And I think that's an important thing that kind of comes to mind after we live some life, I think, because you start to see those gifts we've been given in life that matter so much. The people of our lives, the opportunities of our lives. And I've had lots of those different things where I kind of shake my head and say, how did this ever happen to me? You know, those moments are beautiful things when they happen to us. And even if you look at your family or you hold your baby, you know, or hang on to your wife or your husband, those things, you know, you say, wow, like, how did this ever happen to me? That's God's blessing in our lives. And recognizing those blessings, that's kind of part of this best presence that we're talking about today, because those blessings are what add up and matter so much more in life than anything maybe physical we can give each other. It's those blessings God has given us. How do we get there? We need reflection. We need prayer because that's what brings these blessings up and helps us to be grateful. Here's the Rolling Stones. It's called Emotional Rescue.
Stone's emotional rescue, it's hard to believe that we can actually emotionally rescue people, you know, and, and it's kind of true in a way if you think about it. Like there are times that our presence, just being at something or taking a little moment out and making a phone call or sending an email or a text to somebody can really help their day in a lot of ways. You know, I get asked to pray for a lot of people like who are undergoing surgeries or, or getting chemotherapy or going through tough times. And I always try to remember not just to pray for them, which I do, but also to give them a little text or a little email now and then or a phone call and say, hey, how are you doing? How's it fe- how are you feeling? You know, how's your treatment going? Because those things make a big difference. You know, it's those little ways in which we reach out to one another that help us to understand that we're not alone. I have lots of people do that in my own life, you know, and I'll see them and say, how's your dad doing? You know, and it means a lot. Like people are asking and people care. And I think that's what we want to create, right? We want to create a world where God is known through care, through mercy, through forgiveness, and we're the ones who are going to be doing that. So it's kind of our job to be those people who are sort of the EMTs of emotional rescue, reaching out to people who are in need and helping them to have a better time. The world tells us this is the most wonderful time of the year, but for most of us, it's not. And we try to be with one another in such a way that we help one another through in a lot of ways. Here's Ringo Starr. It's called Grow Old With Me. When the day is done 
I'm on Senior Jim. You're listening to Religion and Rock. We're talking about the best presents as we get ready for the great celebration of Christmas and Hanukkah that's coming up. Ringo Starr, grow old with me. You know, we are growing old with you, Ringo, so don't worry, right? There's something about that that's kind of interesting to see the beauty of aging. And there's something okay about that, you know? I mean, we all try to look our best. We all try to put our best foot forward. The reality is we're all aging, and, and that's okay. I think there's something that you kind of come to where you say, you know what? It's okay to get older. It's okay to not be the kid anymore. I remember when I was uh, ordained a priest. You know, I always used to be called the kid priest, the newly ordained priest, the brand new guy. And I, I like that, but I also said, I can't wait till I'm in it a while, you know, because then I'm not so new anymore. I want to be experienced. But the reality is we get experienced when life experiences us. And then you kind of never get that title again, that newness, right? I kind of miss that in some ways because there was something beautiful about the youth of my priesthood and also the innocence and stuff that kind of kind of gave me this idealism that was so much fun to have in those days. I'm still pretty idealistic. I'm still a pretty positive guy, but life just ages us in such a way that in a way we get a lot of depth. We get a lot of thought. We get a lot of emotion that becomes really beautiful in our lives too. It's all a blessing from God. It's called, it's something we're called to share. Here's Dream Theater. It's called I Walk Beside You.
once again, one of those kind of obvious ones about God walking beside us and walking with one another. And that's part of our lives, too. We may not be able to physically get to somebody to walk beside them who's going through a tough time right now or whatever, but spiritually, we really can. You know, you think about that. We unite in prayer with people in such a way that it is a very intimate kind of unity that we share. And there's something great about that. That's kind of what God calls us to, is to recognize the power of the unity we share through faith. And there's something really cool about that. Like I can pray for people, which I do every day, uh, who I don't see, but at the same time, I'm praying for them. I'm asking God to be with them. I pray for the Pope every day, you know? I don't see the Pope, but at the same time, you know what? It's a beautiful thing to be able to pray for him and say, yeah, this man is, is a beautiful guy. I love him. And Lord, keep him safe. Keep him close keep them effective. All of those things are so important in our lives to pray for. And we all have people that God has given us that we're grateful for. And that's another way to give them a gift, if you will. Give them that gift of walking beside them in prayer, in understanding, and then even in the ways in which we can. Because the people who go before us, even the ones in heaven, we can do that same kind of walk, if you will, that spiritual walk that gives consolation and joy. Here's Joe Walsh's call, Turn to Stone.
You ever wonder about how a big block of marble becomes a statue? Sometimes when I look at a statue, because, you know, in the church we pass by statues every day, right? And I say to myself, how did that block of marble ever become that? And how did that artist ever look at this big chunk of marble and say, oh, you know what? There's an, there's an image of Jesus in this. It's incredible to think about that, you know? I remember when I saw the Pieta, that's exactly what I thought, believe it or not. I said, how did Michelangelo ever see that? in this big rock. You know, we don't often have those kinds of eyes, do we? We don't kind of see that kind of thing. But even in relationships, like sometimes a relationship is like that too. It's like this big rock. And then we slowly carve away and something beautiful happens, right? We slowly carve away all the junk. And what's left is this beautiful gift, this beautiful piece of art, which is our love relationships, which is, you know, whatever, our our kids, whatever it is, those things kind of come out of this block in a sense. And we're the artists who have to chip away. So with the help of God, we do that. And we help things to kind of continue to grow and develop so that art is formed, beauty is formed just by our presence and the the life we lead with one another in a very holy way. Here's Bruce Springsteen's called Human Touch.
that goes back to my Christmas card reference earlier in the show today, you know? It's one thing to get, like, a Christmas card from William Sonoma, right? And you know kind of nobody even ever saw that, right? That's all kind of spit out of a computer and they're saying, well, thanks a lot for ordering from us this year, right? But there's other things that we receive like from an old friend or from, you know, somebody we taught in school or somebody whose life came into our life for a bit that means a lot, right? When you get that little moment, you say, wow, that's beautiful. I think in our lives, human touch is kind of a sign from God. It's that ability to say, yeah, we're not alone. And it's not just this electronic automated world that we live in. No, we live in a world that has flesh and blood and that has hearts that can be broken and hearts that can be healed. And that's part of this time of year, you know? One of those presents to look for is that present of being able to give somebody forgiveness. Not because they earned it, not because they deserve it, but because in God's name, we can offer it. And in a sense, we're able to let go. So if you're in a situation like that right now, you know, ask God to help you, to let it go, give it a little human touch. And in a sense, that's maybe one of the best gifts we could ever give to somebody by allowing them to be free and allowing us to be free of that of that hurt that maybe we've experienced. Here's Elvis Costello. This is called Every Day I Write the Book. Touch. When you find strange hands 
There's Elvis Costello, Every Day I Write the Book. We do write the book of our lives using our gifts, don't we? And sharing with one another and kind of making that lasting imprint by using our gifts well. I was thinking that in terms of Christine McVie, who we lost this week from Fleetwood Mac, um, part of that group of people that have just written music that will be around for hundreds and hundreds of years, right? What an amazing gift. She wrote songs like Don't Stop. You know, it's amazing. Like that's kind of stuff that illustrates our lives and music that illustrates our lives and gives us hope. She was a person of hope. She really was. I had the chance to meet her once. Just a great, great person in a lot of ways and a very religious person. So we pray for her today. We thank God for the gift of their music in our lives and all the different things that God has given us, people, places, moments, music that have kind of imprinted themselves upon our lives, helping to create who we are. We're a big mix of a lot of great gifts, aren't we? A lot of beautiful presents. And those gifts have a lasting impression with us. We celebrate those lasting impressions. We celebrate Christine McVie every day when we hear their music, the music of Fleetwood Mac and the great gift that she has brought to the world of music forever. And we recognize that, you know, we're, we're not here on an island alone. We're here with other people who God gave gifts to and their gifts really make a big difference in our lives. So there's something really beautiful about that. We celebrate that. To celebrate them, this is Fleetwood Mac and Christine Hold Me.
Fleetwood Mac hold me. You know, we hold one another close. We hold the gifts close to our heart. And those gifts we give one another, the music and the feelings and the experiences, wow, they stay forever. It's a time of blessings in our lives. We recognize those blessings. We recognize those best presents and how they've changed our lives for good and help us to celebrate God's love. You've been listening to Religion and Rock. It's hosted by me, Monsignor Jim Vlaun, and it's engineered and produced by the great man who's a gift in my life, Stephen Chaldone. Have a wonderful week, everyone, and don't forget, say a prayer. <laughs>